This special bonus episode is brought to you by USD. If you're not familiar with USD, they're making a name in the camping world by creating gear that helps everyone get outside and enjoy the outdoors, which is super important to us here on this podcast and in the work we do at Diversify Van Life. USD puts their intentions towards the things that matter most. Things like inclusion and diversity, sustainability, accessibility, quality gear, and beautifully creative storytelling. We believe in that too. So when they wanted to support a catch-up series with guests from the archives, it felt like a win-win. Plus their camping gear is colorful, fun, and inviting. So what's not to like? Head over to usdgear.com and check them out and follow along on Instagram at usdgear. Diversify Van Life presents Nomads at the Intersections podcast. Hi everyone, Naomi here with something special for y'all. This is the second of four bonus episodes where we're catching up with guests from the archives before the show's evolution to Nomads at the Intersections. On this episode, Anais caught up with Brittany Newson for an Instagram live chat. Listen in as they talk about how, even through loss and challenges, Brittany has covered thousands of miles in her four-window bus, Domino, in the pursuit of joy and finding herself again after the military. All right. Hello, hello. Welcome to this mini episode of Nomads at the Intersections. I'm Ana East, your co-host. I am going to be joined today by Brittany Newson. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me okay? I hear you perfectly great. If you don't hear me, it's because I'm like in real life in my van. Oh, no, I can hear you. I can hear you. I can hear you. Okay, great. I don't know about you. This feels long overdue. So when you were last on the podcast, uh, you, well, of course, you are a veteran. You're an Air Force veteran. Yeah. We met you uh, newly coming into van life. You're a student and you were recently married. And I have to say, like, <laughs> obviously, I follow you. I love you. But outside looking in, it seems like 2020 did not slow your role at all. <laughs> so talk to me about that. Like, what has it been like van lifing in a whole pandemic? So um, I initially got into van life because of school. I was going to school in San Francisco, and I was paying $1,300 a month to rent a room in a house with four other people. So I took a step back and just tried to figure out how I can put this money into a different space and, you know, enjoy a different part of, I don't know, freedom that I never got to experience. And so once COVID happened, um, it pushed, it forced everything online. So it took me out of in-house school and kind of pushed everything online. And to be honest, at first I was doing okay. And then my dog, Jaden, you know, he passed away in September. And so that just kind of like paused everything for me. Um, he was my world. He was my son. He, uh, you know, 11 years old. 
and um, he was a big part of my life. So when he passed away, it kind of um, took me out of the headspace. And honestly, like I stopped going to school. Um, I basically dropped out, but not really, because I plan on going back to school in fall, re-enrolling in fall. But I stopped going to school and end up remodeling Domino, <laughs> um, going through a whole transformation with Domino and diving into this whole YouTube thing and sharing my story on a different platform other than Instagram. So a lot has happened. It, it slowed me down in different parts of my life, but it kind of pushed me forward um, into a whole nother like lane that I'm in now. And I enjoy this lane. <laughs> yeah what has that been like like juggling all of that I mean you you said that you have lost I mean you took on all these extra projects how have you been able to like balance you know your mental health <laughs> um, honestly I am still learning and I'm dropping so many different balls because I met with so many different opportunities like this is all new to me and you know, I met with all of these different opportunities from great people for sponsorships or to be included with you guys or uh, Diversify Van Life. And I've missed opportunities because all of this is still new to me. I'm still trying to figure out how to please my friends on YouTube. I'm still trying to stay true to my brand on Instagram, figure out how to direct you know, those new people on YouTube, the new people on Instagram, the new people that want to do business with me, like it is, it's a lot. And I felt, no, I am still good at multitasking and, you know, all that stuff because of my time in the military and, you know, being admin and being able to like do 50 million things at once. But this is all new. And, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna go ahead and apologize to you guys or to anybody else, you know, where I dropped the ball. Because like this, you know, it's, it's a lot, it's new, and I sometimes need to pause and write things down and, you know, go back to my calendar and look at things differently now because now I guess I'm a brand and it's, you know, it's, it's different. So I have to run my life like a little business or a little brand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And no, I have not seen you drop the ball at all. If anything, <laughs> I have seen Brittany set a goal and reach that goal. That's what I have seen. I appreciate that. Consistently. And so I definitely look to you as an inspiration. How has that been though? Because I haven't I I haven't really dove into those waters of like really like, you know, like what is my brand? How do I, you know, put my message out there in a responsible, intentional way. Like what have you experienced where you felt like you were tokenized or have, how have you been able to navigate that with brands? I think ultimately um, you guys with Diversify Van Life kind of help me put my voice out there and kind of say who I am as a person this is who you're going to get. I like this kind of music, but hey, also, this is me, and I will be listening to this kind of music. <laughs> and I think ultimately it's been a journey to first discover who Brittany is as a person post-military and figure out not necessarily what face I want to put forward because, well, you, you would know, you know, code switching and all this other stuff. And it's like I did that for 11 years two months and 23 days, okay? 
and I'm in my thirties <laughs> and now it's time to like just shed off all the dead skin and different faces, different coats and different layers and stuff and just like get to the root and then just deliver it on different platforms to different people and whoever accepts me and wants to come and, you know, join the journey, come along and, you know, join this little crew, then that's cool. And then if not, guess what? Look, it's that easy. <laughs> like, I'm so, it's, it's a new, like, 2020 did teach me to like, you know, use my voice and to, to be happy. Like, I don't need all this stuff. And that includes people, you know, if you can't bring, you know, some joy and add to this little glow up or whatever it is, then it's that easy. It's that easy now. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah. Bye, week. Um, so tell me, tell me a little bit more about your bus. You have a Chevy four windows school bus, right? And I, in on the yes. last podcast, uh, you mentioned that you were the thrifty queen and Andrew had stepped in as mechanic bay. So tell me about like that yes. process and you guys taking trips together and like that gratification that you literally built this life. <laughs> yes. So like the first um, build and I guess deconstruction of Dom, like removing all the seats and all that other stuff. Um, like I said in the initial podcast, like I was very timid, afraid, anything to operate a tool, to put a hole in anything. And so I really was still trying to find my voice, figure out who I am, if I can actually do this. Um, and, you know, my husband, he, you know, just was like, okay, like I can help with this. And so he was there for me. And, you know, we saved so much money because he, decided to like go on YouTube. Oh, if they can do it, I can do it. Let's rent the part versus, you know, spending $1,500 to get someone else to do it. You can spend $120 on the part, maybe two hours researching and then trying to do it yourself. Um, so we, you know, did that as far as saving money. And for the initial conversion, um, I utilized Habitat for Humanity, mm -hmm. like for my kitchen, you know, all that stuff. And I did a pretty basic build because again, I was still scared. I didn't know what I wanted or needed in this space. I had limited funds too, because I just kind of woke up and was like, I'm doing van life, <laughs> you know? So I started, I think I only saved maybe 5,000, five, six, I think maybe 6,000. And Domino was $3,200 um, through an online auction. I would not recommend. Don't do it. Don't be like me. <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> um, but, you know, I spent that on her and then used the rest to get the stuff that I needed to start van life. And I didn't have the time to do all this research because I wanted to start for school. Um, had three months to do it. Did it. COVID happened, fast forward, COVID happened. And then I got this opportunity to just say, hey, this isn't working. This isn't you. This space isn't you. It's kind of ugly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you have more time. You've lived in the space. You've researched how to do certain things. And if you put a hole in something, you now know how to fill the hole. You know how to just take your time, measure, cut, recut, sand, resand, you know, like, you can do this stuff. So I literally had a dream, woke up, drew out how I kind of pictured Domino in my dream. And then 
went to Home Depot and put in work. And, you know, walking into Dom and seeing her for what she is now is something completely different from what she was before. She was dark. She was blue, blue as in the color and sad, you know, because I didn't know who I was at that person at that time. You know, I was just doing something to make her livable. But now with this rediscovery of who I am as a person, what makes me happy, that journey that I went on in 2020, um, I was able to redo Domino in the image that I wanted her to be in. And I, j I just get so excited, you know, when I walk inside and I'm like, girl, you did that. Who did that? Oh, oh, you did that. Like my <laughs> husband, he helped hold the back wall into place, but everything you see in there, she did that. Not, you know, being afraid to pick up a freaking, you know, saw, you know, like a year ago to where I'm at now, like, what what we finna build next? You know? <laughs> so it has been a journey to get to where I am today. And it's been bomb. It's been a lot of ups and downs. Mm -hmm. A lot. But I am so freaking proud and so happy. And I'm loving this. I'm I'm loving all of it. Yeah. A joyful joyful bio said Brittany's kitchen heart eyes. And I have to agree. <laughs> I love the approach that you took to your build it was very like calculated and you you know you had so much follow through whereas mine oh my god like just close the door because <laughs> I keep no. doing things over and over and over again and I appreciate like how you took that approach where you just like look this is for now we're gonna live in it and then we'll change it you know I really yeah. like that. so that's and that's the thing to remember that we're on different also we're on different times and because I had the time to sit down and do you know, this because I didn't have a job. Again, I, you know, dropped out of school because of the Jaden situation. I just wasn't mentally there and I needed to put that energy into something else. So I had the time, but you know, you are juggling, you know? So it's like, sometimes we just have to cut ourselves some slack. You roll in what you got and who are you trying to impress? <laughs> you got somewhere to sleep. You got somewhere to cook your food, and you can step outside and take those bomb pictures. So it don't matter, you know. Just enjoy what you got while you can, and when you have time, do whatever else needs to be done. Yeah. I really deeply appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. So I want to ask you, we do journaling prompts for all of our episodes at No Man's at the Intersection. So I wanted to ask you one of the first prompts that we actually had, which is, um, I feel like you can kind of speak to two sides of this because sometimes you're solo and sometimes you take trips with your husband um, or with your dogs. And um, so I want to ask you one of our journaling prompts, which is who makes you feel safe? Yeah, like at first, so I did start this whole solo, you know, van life or whatever, living in the bus solo. Like it was literally just me and it was like, okay, well, girl, you better lock up and you know, all this stuff. And so I did find that strength to explore and live and still go outside and twerk and, you know, come back in and still be able to go to sleep at night. Mm -hmm. But I will say, <laughs> when my husband is with me, I'm staying outside a little bit later. You know, mm -hmm. I'm actually looking at the stars and, 
digesting the area a lot more and being more free and not walking around, you know, like this. So people know that I'm married or drinking <laughs> out of my missus, you know, water bottle, you know, stuff like that. Um, because when I do step outside of Dom, I have this whole prompt that I do in my head to tell, you know, I'm acting like, I'll be back. I'm just going to walk Jada and, you know, close the door. I'll do two knocks and you let me in. Like I, I do that kind of stuff. So people think that somebody else is inside when it's really just me. Um, I sleep better, you know, when he's around and I'm taking more naps during the daytime, you know, cause you do have just that little bit of extra sense of peace, but still while I'm by myself, I still know that I can handle mine and I'm still comfortable you know, in my space, um, because I set myself up to be comfortable in these spaces. I do my research before I park anywhere at night, and I do my research before I park anywhere at night, and again, I do my research before I park anywhere at night, <laughs> and my sisters, and my dad, and my husband always have my GPS location real time, so I still do have that sense of safety, but it's just like, you know, something extra, that security blanket when my husband is around. It's like, girl, you can just, you know, Relax. do whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, it's nice. Both both of them is really nice. Yeah. I definitely, I definitely do that too, but I'm going to have to steal the knock. Like, I'm going to have to steal that. <laughs> yeah. That's what I always use plural pronouns, like I'm always like we, or if I'm talking to someone or what have you. So yeah, that's very, very smart. I love that. Yes, um, mm, it works. So I remember you talking about uh, building Domino specifically to sort of help with your transition from the military and, you know, finding yourself again. So talk to me a little bit about like finding your joy again and your pursuit of joy. Yeah, I think ultimately I never knew what I guess ultimately made me happy as an adult when it comes to just Britney and not necessarily pleasing others because I had that down pat. Being in the military, you literally are working for others, working to please others and stuff. But in my own personal life, struggling, um, I talk about it on my YouTube channel, <laughs> plug um going through like you know my gambling addiction getting out the military going back to school as a 30 year old amongst 19 year olds and um going into that california you know lifestyle being from a florida and military like you know it all was this journey this experience new things good things bad things and with domino i think it or she, <laughs> you know, she pushed me um, back to where I was when I was younger. I'm the middle child, um, I'm a Gemini, and I'm very creative. And I feel like I lost that while I was in the military because you had to be who they wanted you to be and who they needed you to be, and I get that. So you lose a lot of yourself. And with Domino, I was able to pull out a blank piece of paper, or the blank piece of paper was in my mind, and it drew itself and I was able to rebuild what I saw in my mind for what I needed at this point in my life. And it just opened up the possibilities for a different type of freedom that I never got to experience. From, you know, born to 18, you have to do what parents or your, you know, people appointed over you tell you. While I was in the military, they told me where I could go. 
and what I needed to do. And now I can just like pull up an app <laughs> and see what, what's on the map and, and go there. And, it, it, and that's just a different type of freedom that I never got to experience. And that crap is like more addicting in a very good way compared to what I was doing you know, with my gambling addiction, Domino distracted me from like all the negativity and, you know, the, um, the shame and, you know, all this stuff that I was holding, you know, from my time in the military, my transition, being overweight and all this stuff. Like she allowed me to put all of that energy into her and it, 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 I don't know, it just blossomed. The seed blossomed into something that I'm just like so proud of. I'm proud of her and I'm proud of me because I created her ultimately, you know? Yeah. I don't even know if that answered your question. <laughs> <laughs> I was with you though. <laughs> I don't even remember my own question to answer so good. <laughs> <laughs> no, we yeah. mentioned like you mentioned like being 30. I forgot I forgot that you were 30. I forget that I'm 30 sometimes. And like yeah, I forget how old I am, seriously. <laughs> no, and I mean you're right. Like a lot of van lifers out here are or a lot of the van lifers that are visible, I will say that, are so much younger. And I forget that it's kind of like a thing to like start new things in your 30s. Like, did that ever cross your mind when you were when you first sought out to build this, your age? Did that did that ever factor in? Um, I think it was mostly my my health that was very up in the front because I had you know injuries and different surgeries while I was in the military, and you know I would chuck that up as like you know I'm really too young to be feeling this old. I would look at it as the opposite, you know, way, because I feel like 30s is the new 20s, and baby, you know, back in the day, they wish they could look like me at 33, okay, so it's like, <laughs> you know, whatever, I don't really see, like, the age thing, it was more or less the health and how I was not taking care of myself, and I was allowing myself to feel like a 30-whatever-year-old is supposed to feel, or you know, carry themselves or whatever. It's like, girl, whatever. Just get healthy. And people honestly won't even, the age is, is nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would have to agree. And, and by the way, your skin is glowing. She is fit. Okay. Slim fit. It's the lighting. <laughs> For real, beautiful, absolutely. Oh, I remember what I asked you. I was asking you about your transition to the military. I have like a bit of connection to the military. I was an ex-wife, uh, spouse of, of someone who was in the Navy. All of my grandfathers <laughs> married or yeah. divorced. Uh, they were also in Air Force and Marines or what have you. And it almost feels like it almost feels like this generation of people that are in the military are experiencing like a different kind of trauma or, and, and, and I don't want to compare the two because they're both bad, right? They're, they both have suffered so much and have done so much and served this country, but it just feels different when I look at my grandfathers and even my uncles who served and how they were able to deal with certain things, just outside looking in, it seems like their transition was so much easier. And when I look at some of my friends who are much younger, and even my ex-husband, it's just like, wow, it's, the struggle is real. It's really real. Do you see any sort of differences 
there? I would say, I think ultimately the reason our struggles may look different is because the opportunities that are awarded to us mm-hmm. present day are different from what they had back then. We have access to way more resources. We aren't, you know, stopped based on complexion, you know, from doing certain things. And again, we have way more benefits um, as military than we did, you know, 20, 15, 10 years ago, even with education, you know. Um, And then also, I think more or less we have, they of course had identities um, in the past, but we still have way more opportunities. So it kind of feels like we gave up a little bit more and maybe it could just be selfish or, you know, a whole generational type thing. And, you know, they like, Oh, you know, millennials, they're so entitled, blah, blah, blah. But I I don't feel like it's a, a sense of entitlement to want that control and to still be able to have the identity and still be able to do X, Y, Z, once you get out i think we are pushing this generation is pushing for a little bit more for things to be to feel normal again and to feel normal again and be able to voice that we are not okay compared to in the past you really had to just shut up and color but now it's like we actually can talk to other people and you have more support groups than you did back in the day. You have more, um, more opportunities as far as healthcare and referrals to different um, mental health facilities or even nutritional health uh, to get you back right with that. I know so many people who separated from the military and they're more fit mentally, physically, and spiritually than they were when they were in. You know, and I think we just have a little bit more opportunities now, and that includes a voice to speak and say, hey, we need help, compared to the people in the past who just had to shut up in color and just go with the flow. We don't have to go with the flow. We can shake stuff up now. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that in a real way. Um, So what is, what do you feel is next for you now? I mean, your build is beautiful. You've traveled how many tens of thousands of miles at this point? (laughs) Yes, Domino has put in some work um, so far, but I think I'm still, again, still learning to navigate through where is Brittany being a brand. And ultimately I want to turn that, you know, I'm doing my research for an LLC um, Mm -hmm. because I feel, you know, something coming. And I just, I don't want to like, you know, throw it out there and then it just may not, you know, happen because, you know, it just may not be right at this point in time. I'm always like glasses half full, positive type thing. So it just may not be right at this time in my life. But I feel that um, I do want Where Is Brittany to be something. Um, so yeah, I, I just, I feel like something is coming from that Where Is Brittany thing. Um, And I just ultimately want to continue to enjoy what I have right now. Like I'm just in the, still in that honeymoon phase. Like I just want to enjoy and then whatever comes my way, just open up that schedule and, you know, slowly just start adding things and just see, you know, where life takes me because I've already tried to make plans for different things. And every time, you know, I'm like something 
you know, may happen, something else comes and it's like, it, it's even a better opportunity. Mm-hmm. So it's like, sometimes you just, everything happens for a reason, accept things when they come in and let's just, you know, do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. Did you guys ever make it to that 2020 bus life meetup? I don't know if they ever canceled it or not. No. So they did have, they actually, they had two. Um, so it was one in Arizona recently. Um, I think that was last month. And then they just had one in Florida. And to be honest, like, I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. I, you know, I believe COVID is real. And for me and my peace of mind and my safety, I wear masks, I use hand sanitizer, and I want to meet new people. I crave that because I am a people person and, you know, people make me happy. But COVID makes me not happy. And, you know, I just want to love people from a distance. And, you know, I still want to meet people, but, you know, safely and, you know, get to know people because I'm doing all of this stuff to be precautionary. I don't know if you're doing that too. Not you, but, you know, everybody else. I don't know that. And I would be so mad if I went all 2020 and then half of 2021, then meet somebody and then bam, you know. (laughs) So it's like, um, I want to go to all of these meetups and I want to meet these people and just, I crave it. I love people, but ooh, uh-uh, not right now. Mm. Yeah. Not right same. now. <laughs> same. I, I'm trying not to develop any weird social awkwardness that, cause I was already socially awkward, but now it's just like, it's a whole nother level. <laughs> But I can't wait for the world to to open back up. I so I just want to say um, thank you <laughs> for holding this space with me and bringing your light and your energy. I was so lucky to have sort of you know entered Ben life and have found someone like you who was also building, and it just made it literally made it feel like I wasn't alone. Like that sounds so cheesy, but like for real, I was like building out my van in summer 2019, thinking about, thinking, literally thinking about the apocalypse, like, oh, I'm gonna be prepared if there was ever like a Walking Dead situation, but also like thinking about you and thinking about like some of the, the few other black women out there that were DIYing it <laughs> and yeah. just trying to make something come to life out of nothing. So I just really want to say thank you for that. Um, oh. All of that, but always being an inspiration. Well, I appreciate that. You're welcome. However, comma, like I appreciate <laughs> you and Naomi because I feel like I was just, uh, you know, I had this dream. I knew what I wanted. I made a post like, hey, I just bought this bus. And when I tell you, I got more support from you and Naomi compared to, you know, normal friends and family, you know, because they look at you like, girl, yeah. you know, that's. We are at no man's of the intersection. Like, girl, that's white people stuff. What are you doing? You know what I'm saying? And being able to get the messages and, you know, stuff like that from you guys, it just made it like, okay, I, you know, like, okay, I got somebody I can talk to about this, you know? Okay. So I appreciate that. And I thank you guys so much for that. Hashtag the rest of my bed life. Hey, <laughs> yeah, it helped. You guys helped. And I appreciate that. Thank you so much. That was, that, this was so special. I was not having the best day. And like, this literally just 
made up for everything. So thank you again. And just shout out one more time to UST Gear. Thank you for making this conversation possible. This has been a pleasure and a joy. And I hope you have a very blessed day, Miss Brittany. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Thank you everyone for joining us and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>